Hello there. So this week on Raw, there was a completely pointless filler eight women tag team match. Nothing new there then. That's kind of par for the course. But what really struck me as particularly asinine was two of the women that were on opposite sides. On the one side, you have Alexa Bliss. On the other side, you've got Eva Marie. And it just really struck me as like, why are you wasting these two in filler tag team matches? This is just dumb. Now, I know what the excuse is going to be. It's the four Money in the Bank qualifiers. They all had to team together and blah, 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 whatever. Uh, but it's, honestly, here's the thing. Why would a supernatural character play along with a tag team? And I know there was a little segment before which you could barely hear because of WWE's shitty audio when Alexa basically said, oh, yeah, I'm going to win the Money in the Bank to, the, to them. But there was never any dissension between the four of them during the match. So that was kind of a waste of time. Another thing is the way that you've got Alexa doing the whole hypnotized thing. She's playing mind games with Reginald and she gets thrown in the barricade by Shayna Baszler. Okay, fine. I don't have a massive problem with that. I know some people are like, oh, yeah, Alexa got taken out. Oh, that's terrible. And I'm sort of like, look, whatever. This character's ruined anyway. So a bit late for that. This character got ruined at the Royal Rumble. So it's a bit late for that now. But. You know, you've got her doing this with Reginald and all that, but she's not playing any proper mind games with the people she's teaming with, who she's actually going to face at the next pay-per-view. She's already beaten Baszler at Hell in a Cell. There's no need for this again. There's no need for this to continue. The only reason why she could possibly be still fascinated with, like, say, Shayna Baszler is because she thinks she's Mickey Mouse because of her voice. Ha ha! Hello, I'm Shayna Baszler! Ha ha ha! That's literally the only fucking reason for this. This is garbage. Look, it was great. It's great that Alexa... Now, don't get me wrong. It's great that Alexa is on back-to-back pay-per-views and the billing period has worked out beautifully for me because I only put the WWE Network on for like a month or so if there's something I want to watch. Worked it beautifully. Put it on the day of Hell in a Cell and the billing period covers money in the bank so I can cancel right after that. Fantastic. Absolutely brilliant. Suits me. I get two for one. So um, I can't complain. So that's actually worked out pretty well. So some good has came of this. Good that Alexa won a match on pay-per-view. Good that she had the, 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 the match at Hell in a Cell on pay-per-view and won it. But why is this continuing? The only reason to have Baszler is if this was going to be a stepping stone to bigger and better things going on at SummerSlam, which are quite clear lesson because we're probably heading for Alexa Bliss not being on the SummerSlam main card for the third straight year in a row. Which is fine. Look, I won't put the network on, I won't bother watching it or whatever, but no doubt all the fucking marks on the, on Twitter who say, oh, this act is really over, they'll defend it if she's not on SummerSlam for the third straight year in a row. You want to know why? Because they defended her being left off SummerSlam last year after all that build-up. They defended her being eliminated in like two minutes at the Royal Rumble uh, after all that build-up as well. They'll literally defend anything the fucking WWE does. So, you know what? Good for them. I'm glad they like this product. Go on. Have fun with this shit. Good for them. But here's the actual thing. This storyline is so fucking stupid now. Why is she still feuding with Baszler? And here's the thing with Baszler. It's like, she's already, as I've said, already beaten her on pay-per-view. Why isn't Alexa instead moving on to the people who she's actually going to face in Money in the Bank? Why isn't she fucking doing the mind games with them? If she'd done the mind games with them and then fucked off out, out, out of the batch, that would have made sense. It would have been like, yeah, okay, fair enough. 
this whole thing continuing with Baszler and Retro, what's going to be the big payoff for this? Is this going to be some big payoff and something exciting at SummerSlam? Probably fucking not. They have wrote themselves into such a corner with this Alexa character now. And Alexa does a wonderful job playing it, and I was great. I know she's seen out sent her tweet a couple of weeks ago saying that she's having fun doing it. And that's great. I think this is probably a lot more fun to perform than it is to watch, to be honest. But I think she's doing a great job with it, which shows how much... And as I've said before, this persona would be so much fucking worse if it was somebody else, somebody talentless like Liv Morgan doing it, like all the marks want. That would have been even worse if you can think of it. So the fact that Alex still has entertainment moments, like the moment when she screamed at Avery Marie and gave her a fright, that was funny. That was entertaining. That was the only good bit out of this waste of time tag match. So, yeah, that was funny and entertaining. But the fact that she still manages to find moments of entertainment out of this complete pile of shit is a testament to how brilliant she is as a performer. The problem we've now got is nothing makes any sense with this now. It's like, it makes no sense for her to continue to keep going after Reginald and all this stuff. It's like, who cares? Reginald, as I've said before, he's basically James Ellsworth without charisma. He just, all he does there is goes there and gets beaten up by women. And he used to hang about with Carmella. He's James Ellsworth, except he can't cut a promo the way or be entertaining the way Ellsworth is, was. So there's that. And I'll, I'll give you this, that little bit last week when she kicked Nia Jax, then back heeled Reginald and he sucked the ballets last week. That was funny. That was actually entertaining. I like that. So there you go. I'll give it that. But what? what's the point in this? She's beaten Baszler already. And here's the thing. We don't need to see this match again. And if you have this match again and Alexa wins, pointless because Alexa's already won. If you have it again and Baszler somehow manages to win, that buries Alexa because Baszler's been a jobber for the last two months. And here's the whole thing. The whole thing, like Baszler was trapped in a room with Lily last month. Big cliffhanger. What happened next week? Baszler wasn't on and Lily was in timeout. And the next time you see Baszler, no change. She's not possessed. Nothing's happened. Makes no fucking sense. Waste of time. But now you've also got this Alexa Bliss character, if it was going to be a big main event thing, shouldn't be in filler tag matches. This should be a... a she shouldn't even wrestle in meaningless, tag, meaningless matches on TV. She should sort of be just there to cut promos to build up to a big pay-per-view match and things like that. But the fact that you've now got her wrestling random tag matches just like anyone else, it's sad. It's sad. It just shows you this is not going to be some big deal. It's going to get dropped pretty quickly, pretty quickly, because a lot of the marks on Twitter, they're in their Twitter echo chamber, and they're talking about how this is so over. Well, every now and again, you'll get a segment that does quite well with this, like eventually breaks the million views, but most of them since WrestleMania haven't. Want to know why? Because they've completely killed the momentum of Alexa's character. This character was getting a million views when 24 hours back in December and January to begin with for the Alexa and Randy Orton thing. But the Royal Rumble killed her momentum. Killed her momentum. That actually told the casual, the more casual audience who would watch, who would watch the Royal Rumble, now this character, we're not fully behind this, so you don't need to invest. They took the woman who was drawing the most and gave her the least amount of time in the build-up to the Rumble. So. And they took the woman who was drawing the most in the build-up to the Rumble and gave her the least amount of time in the actual Rumble. What fucking sense does that make? No, exactly. But the marks were like, yeah, that really protected the character. Yeah, well, the character's not drawing anywhere near as much since then, so that's bullshit. And we come now to Eva Marie. 
we're coming out to, and you could say, oh, what about Eva Marie? Well, if you look at that first vignette, I remember I actually did a recording saying that's a positive thing. And I was sitting saying, they could do a lot with this. This could be an out the ring character that doesn't wrestle that much, that you can do different things with her. You know, like you can ever be somebody who like seduces people. Vince Russo's had some brilliant. There's some brilliant YouTube videos where he talks about how she's been brought back because she's got dirt on people in the WWE, and you could actually do a storyline like that, which would actually be captivating television. It would eventually lead to a big match at like WrestleMania or something. But no, what do they do with Eva Marie once she's uh, or once she debuts in the Thunderdome, actually in front of the or? on the show instead of just in vignettes. What did they do? They put her with Piper Niven, who's a good talent. I like Piper Niven, fellow Scott, nice woman. She, she, she comes across really nice, seeing her on like STV and things like that. So she has a really nice woman. Uh, they give uh, Piper Niven a fucking stupid name, like Dewdrop. Uh, they job out Eva Marie in her first actual match. And what they've now actually done with Eva Marie is made her just somebody else who just goes out there and has random tag matches now. Instead of just, you could have done something. Look, I get it. You can't be explicit now with PG and everything like that. That's fine. But you can maybe push the boundaries a bit. Have her as somebody who like, distracts people. Have her as somebody who like, seduces people. Or I, I will say this. I heard a video from a guy called Grizzly Wrestling. He said she should have won the money in the bank because it would have been a great heater. Yeah, exactly. It would have been. It would have been a great heater. And here's the thing. That first match she had, she actually took the pin because Dewdrop wouldn't tag her in. It was like, oh, they're going to do the dissension thing already, like two weeks into it. The fuck? What a waste of time. But then they're back teaming together a week later. And now you're all doing this thing when Eva Marie turns around and does that. And the winner of the match is Eva Marie. Okay, this is just a lame ripoff of the thing they were doing in 2016 before she left when she was coming out. And somebody would announce like, Eva Marie can't wrestle tonight because she's got the cold or something like that. At least that was quite inventive and quite entertaining. This is just a lazy rip-off of that. Even me, even me has charisma, by the way. If you actually see her interviews and things like that, she's got charisma. I've seen her in like that Pam Springs show as well on Amazon Prime. And she's she's quite good on it. She's fine. She's actually quite good. And she's not in loads of episodes, but she's fine. You know, the scene she's in. So, I don't know. There you have it. It is what it is. So, you've got characters that could be great out the ring talents like Alexa Bliss and Eva Marie who you could do great out the thing ring things with that with storylines that actually lead to a big match but no you just put them both in filler tag matches good god isn't that just the WWE in a nutshell oh well anyway like I said I'm glad Alexa's in Money in the Bank and the billing period has covered that so I will review Money in the Bank this year in a couple of weeks when it happens uh, there'll be some throwback money in the bank reviews next week, so there you have it. But I will say this: I'm, the one thing I'm quite worried about with this Alexa Bliss character is, and I really hope it doesn't happen, but I've got a funny feeling it might. There's a lot of people saying that crowds are going to boo the shit out of this when it happens. Yeah, it's not her fault. It's not her fault because the creative is horrible with this. It's so fucking stupid, but I think that's what's going to happen. They're not going to be booing her. They're going to be booing the gimmick. That's what, I, and people say, and yeah, she got a good response at WrestleMania to begin with, and they were chanting holy shit when the thing was coming down her face, but let's call a spade a spade. At the end of that whole thing, when her and Bray just, the lights went out and just disappeared, the crowd booed, because WWE fucking screwed the pooch. That was terrible, and they're going to screw the pooch again. Uh, so what's the end game with this whole Alexa gimmick? I don't know, but 
I think all these people that are banging on about how over it is on Twitter could be in for a rude awakening once crowds are back. Hate to say it, but could happen. I hope I'm wrong, and I hope it does actually get over and it starts to draw a bit more, and they actually do something big with Alexa, especially going into SummerSlam. But I won't hold my breath. And and to be honest, we even Marie, they've, they've already done your screw. They've already ruined this. Like, eh, well, that's the WWE in a nutshell for you, though. Anyway, thanks ever so much for taking the time to listen to this ramble, and goodbye.